Welcome to the Pretty Red ENT Show. It's your girl, Goddess Nikita, aka Pretty Red ENT. And if nobody told you they love you today, just know that Goddess Nikita, she loves you today. Guys, and I'm sending so much love and light out into the planet Diamond right now because it's very important because we need so much love and so much light on this planet, okay? But I'm sending so much love and light to myself too, guys, because I be needing it some days too, okay? <laughs> How you beautiful people been doing? I missed y'all. I'm sorry I haven't updated y'all in the past few days. I've been taking a little break. Um, I've just been not really busy, but kind of busy, but busy, but not busy. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> like, I don't know, somebody be like, what? Like, how do you have time in your day to do everything that you do? I, You know what? Time is irrelevant. It's an illusion. So, but guys, um, I want to say this. A lot of people requested my mental health um, topic. I don't know. People are like, when are you going to do another mental health checkup? Because I really like those. And I'm like, you know what? I don't know what I'm going to talk about with mental health. I always like target what I see or somebody might talk about it to me. I'm like, you know what? That's a good topic. They're like, you should really talk about it on your podcast. I'm like, I'm like all right, okay, okay, okay. I'm going to do it. But this time I sat with myself and I was like, what am I going to talk about with the mental health? Because a lot of people are asking for it. Okay, like not just a little bit, but a lot. So I thought about it and I was reading the book, guys. Dun, 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 dun. Hold on, let me see which word, um, which one comes up better. Like, boom. <laughs> so I was reading a book and I was like, this is it. This is the topic I want to talk about. Because a lot of people don't talk about this topic. In the um, the mental health field, and it's like it needs to be addressed and it needs to be talked about on a higher oxtail. So, and guys, I'm gonna talk about it about relationships. This is a twenty. This is 2024. It's an eight year. It's a karma year. It's a union year. Union within relationships, whether it's mom, brother, friends intimacy, like all the relationships above and stuff like that. And I will say that this is very highly important to get your relationships down packed with people and see where you want to be. Like, are you in the same type of relationships or friendships that you've been with for years? Is there a reason why? Psychology Wise, there is a reason why I'm gonna break that down for you. What they teach to us, and I'm gonna teach it to y'all in street terms, normal people terms. <laughs> I'm gonna break it down, and um, so that way we can talk. So, shots fire, I'm on y'all next. All right, guys. So the book that I'm referencing is called Culture Psychology by Stephen J. Henney. Um. I kind of, you know, I kind of like this book, but I kind of don't. And y'all know that sometimes people don't understand sometimes their tone in a book. And they can have pure intentions, but the way how they write something could be, like, totally biased towards a certain culture, even when writing about culture. 
And I'm like, wow, where did he get this about this particular race? Because I'm a part of this particular race, and I've never seen that. So I'm wondering what people is he studying? And I've been around the world and have never seen this behavior in this culture, in my culture. Can't speak about everybody else's culture. I only can tell you for a fact about mine. <laughs> Not an opinion, okay? But guys, let me get on my topic of what I was talking about. So here's what I want to say to y'all. Um, a lot of times we think that relationships doesn't matter or we shouldn't be in one. You get those people like, I don't want to be in a relationship because I don't want to be in a relationship. Well, you're avoiding a relationship because something happened to you. Okay, spiritually, you're just avoiding it, but you're also avoiding yourself because we are meant to be in an attachment. We are meant to be with someone. Some people don't want to say that, but let me break down, you know, technical terms for you, okay? All right, so attachment theory is, is um, it proposes that infants and parents are biologically prepared to establish close attachments with each other. And research on this theory has investigated that different kinds of relationships young children develop with their parents. So, from birth, infants, you, you have an attachment to the umbilical cord, which means you came in here having an attachment to someone, which that first someone that you have your first attachment to was your mother. Whether you are a boy or a girl, because I know some people change their sex. I'm so sorry to tell you this, but right now I'm talking to the original you that came out your mama's vagina, okay? And there's no disrespect to y'all. If you, if you respect it, you respect it. If you don't, you don't. That's on you. But this is who I'm talking to. The attachment that you came out of your womb is the attachment that you had to your mother. You cannot say, I came into this planet. I didn't have an attachment to my mom. That's a lie. Because <laughs> she was connected to your mom's umbilical cord. She was feeding you. You was feeding off her. She was giving you energy. You was giving her back. <laughs> she might didn't like bacon. And then now <laughs> she likes bacon. She might didn't like to eat a lettuce. But now she does. <laughs> okay. So stop this madness right here. Your first connection, your first connection with anybody on planet Earth is your mother. Okay. <laughs> Whether people want to say that you came out of a, a man's uh, uh, balls or whatever, that's how they say it, but whether testicles is the correct term. But the whole thing is you were born, created, and birthed in somebody's stomach for nine months. You were connected to their umbilical cord. You no longer with Papa Bear, okay? You're no longer with your father. You are now with your mother. You have your first attachment with your mother. Man and woman. Female, male. Okay, there's no other, there's no other thing besides male and female. You're either born a male or you are born a female. And I have nothing against any community. It's just right now we're talking to the biological you. <laughs> Which you came out your mama womb. So you were connected to your mom. So if you don't want a connection with anybody, oh, I don't, I don't need a connection. I don't, I don't want friends. Why don't you want friends when you were made to have an attachment to someone? 
Some people don't like to say that. They don't like to see that. They don't even like to hear it because that will have to recognize that if their mother hurt them, that's the reason why they're running from attachment. Okay? Some people don't want to acknowledge that, but that is a true statement. The reason why some people run from attachments is because they have a problem with their mother. Not they daddy. We, we not on daddy subject right now. We are on the mother because your mother is the first attachment that you use to come into this planet first, which you were attached to her umbilical cord. So she's the first person you recognize. You started to grow with her for a whole nine months. You're with your mom, whether you came out preemie or not. Okay, because I know some people, they, they, they were preemie. I don't know. I know a baby that was born <laughs> at 10 weeks and was alive and still alive today. She's about 10. Okay. <laughs> she wasn't no bigger than a hand, period. So was she attached to her mom's umbilical cord? Yes, she was. That's her first attachment. Was her Whether or not her mom, her mom had her early, she still was attached to her mom. So a lot of people think that, hey, I'm not supposed to be in an attachment. I don't need relationships. I don't need this. I don't need that. But you do. Some people would tell you you don't, but you do. So the thing about that is, is that it comes to a point in time where you have to come to realizations about why are you running from relationships? Why? You were meant to be in relationships, friendships, whatever, because you're, you had an attachment to this world, and it starts with your mom. So if you don't have healthy relationships, it has something to do with your mom. So let's go back to proving what I was saying, okay? All right. So this is where, when I read this, I had to stop and run that back. So if you ever listen to Cassidy versus The Hustler, he said, I, stop, I even made Freeway say stop. You know, uh, run a beat bag or run a track bag, whatever you said. But this is kind of at that moment right here. So when, sometimes when I talk to guys now spiritually, when I'm talking to, to men or women and I'm helping them out spiritually and I'm like, gosh, I wonder what their relationship is like with their mother or their father. Because those are the first two relationships that people tend to build. Some people don't even build a relationship with their father until they get older. But... If their relationship with their mom is messed up, they're typically all their relationships mirror that. I'm just saying. So some people, when they want me to be their friends, it's like they either want me to be their mother. They look at me as a mother figure. Or if their mother is more their friend, they look at me more like a friend. Or if their mother was like in and out their life, they look at me and they treat me like that. So a lot of y'all got to start taking, sit back and examine like one of your friends or a relative and see how they're like somebody that you know for a fact, their mom and them and sit back and look at their relationship before you do you. Because then you'll know it's true what I'm saying. You'll be like, oh, she right. And then sit back and remove yourself and look at you. Okay. Because I'm going to show y'all through me what's correct and what's not correct, okay? <laughs> All right, guys. So, um, and this book on page 180, in case somebody want to get it, it's Culture Psychology, okay? And it says, attachments is not just an issue for the mother-child relationship. Research 
has shown that attachment style children form with their mother can shape the kinds of romantic relationships they develop as they grow up. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> All right, so let me repeat that. Because of some, you know, you like you got to run that back. Let me run that back. Because you know how, like, you hear a good song, you be like, you know what? Because I, it was so good, I had to highlight it. I highlighted it, like, four times. And I was like, ooh, let me repeat that. And I'm going to say it a little bit slower so that way y'all can hear me, okay? <clears throat> Attachments is not just an issue for the mother-child relationship. Research has shown that the attachment style children form with their mothers can shape the kinds of romantic relationships they develop as they grow up. So what is that basically saying? That's saying that, hey, if you're looking for a romantic relationship, however your relationship is with your mother is how your romantic relationships will go. And this is, they didn't say, you notice how like the saying is, you know, However she treats her dad, that's how it is. Or however he treats his mom, that's how he would treat you. However the mom, but the thing that they're not saying is how the relationship is between mom and son. They're not saying that. Or how the relationship, because you never really hear, however she treats her mom, that's how she's going to treat you. You never hear that. But this book is stating that they're like T H. I, I mean, T-H-E-I-R, <laughs> T-H-E-I-R, it's saying there, guys, like, so there, putting us in a group, like, male and female, okay, theirs, but possessive, all of that, that is theirs, you know what I'm saying, their mother, like, this is my possession of my mother, this is my mother, can't be nobody else's, so their mother can shape the kinds of romantic relationships they develop as they grow up, as they grow up, or as they grow, get older. So the thing about that is, it's saying, okay, I acknowledge the relationships. Am I in a healthy relationship? But how's my relationship with my mom? Because I talk to so many people where they have an issue with their mom. Sometimes, some people don't even like to acknowledge they have an issue with their mom. And I remember I was doing spiritual work with this girl. And I'm like, so what's going on? And it's like, you know, sometimes when people, they be like, I, I want you to dress as a reader. I'm like, I already know what's going on. And if I say it, and if I notice, I noticed that I said it. And this girl was like, no, that's not true. I'm like, all right, cool. So then later on, I was just sitting there with a question. I was like, man, it has to be true. I am never wrong. Come to find out, I think it was her cousin. Might have been her cousin or something. Her, we ran into, we were like doing something out and about. Ran into her cousin. Her cousin's like, oh, yeah. Because I heard what happened between you and your mom. You know, y'all just added. I said, oh, her mom now. Is it her mom? Because when I asked her at first, she said it wasn't. Oh, so it was. Okay. I was just, just clarifying for the people in the back. <laughs> Goddess Nikita doesn't miss, okay? She ain't missed the free throw shot ever so I'm really confused on like because some people what they do is they ask you for help and when you give them the help they try to deny the help or they'll be like oh okay well I can't help you properly if you're not going to be open and honest so I'm one of the people that I say something minor 
before I start getting into the heavy hitters. Because if I know you're not open, I'm not going to deal with that. I'm not about to do that. I am not about to deal and, and try to help somebody who's not open to talking. Baby, you could go over there. I'm not going to pull that out of you. The reason why you over here is because you won't help. But your spirit's probably calling you over here because I can help you out. But other than that, I am not about to, I can't deal with people that lie. I just can't. And typically those are, and I hate to say what I'm about to say, okay? Like, okay, it's definitely the March Aries that be doing that. Because I don't know, I don't mess with a few Zodiac signs, but the people who really be in denial, for real, that when I call it, like, a, a lot of signs they be in denial. I be like, oh, well, I can sense that you got an issue with you or your mama. They be like, they say no, but they be like, you know what, you right. They just come up because we're in a session. The people when I'm in a session with that still continue to lie after I done like called them out a few times on stuff and they're like, oh no, that's not it. It's March Aries. Be careful of those March Aries, y'all. But April Aries, they real. They, they just don't care. And I got to admit, like, so there is a difference between Zodiac signs. But I will tell y'all guys, if y'all dealing with a March Aries, I'm so sorry to throw y'all under the bus. Y'all know I love my Aries Zodiac signs. But those are the people who really put an attempt to, how would I say it? If they think the Aries lie, that's because March Aries lie. I haven't really met an Aries April. Uh, April Aries that really lie about something when they enter a spiritual session with somebody. <laughs> I just ain't seen it yet. So, I mean, I don't dealt with a few April Aries. I'm not saying that, hey, it, it can't happen. But the most people, if I'm checking off my list right now and I'm like, okay, well, who do I know that, you know, we had a spiritual session and, and they lied to me and continue to lie even though I seen it. But then God came around and just smacked them. Or they, they're spiritual guides. They're angels. They're ancestors. And I had one person's ancestor come to me like, she's lying. It's her mom. And I'm like, who? Like, who is this? This is like your grandma or something? Like, baby, she came over and said, it's your mama and you lying. Oh, no. Oh, you don't know. Baby, your, your grandma said you're lying. And, she, and then she told me the secret name that she called her. She said, how do you know that? Because your grandma said you're lying. And quit lying, baby. Like, why you lying for? You ain't got to lie. You got to lie to kick it with me. Okay? <laughs> Baby, you don't want to need to heal that me. I mean, I, I got, I'm always healing. Every day I'm healing. So everybody will know that. Healing is every day. It's not just some days. Okay, guys? Like, just period point blank. So I'm, I'm like, but this is like, when it comes to like mental health, being honest, you have to be honest. And me being honest is saying, hey, during my spiritual sessions, I don't have dealt with all the zodiac signs. Every single one. The only people that really lie is those March Aries. Not unless they really cool with you, okay? And I'm not saying that because, I don't know. Every March Aries I don't have a spiritual session with doesn't lie. <laughs> I can't lie. Even, though, even if I call them out on it, they have lied. They're the only Zodiac sign that just continue to lie. Like, bro, I already called you, and then I called you again, you still lie. And I'm not saying the April Aries. I, I don't had a, a lot of sessions with April Aries. They ain't did that. I only experienced that with March Aries. And I'm not throwing y'all under the bus because, you know, I do got a lot of people I mess with that are, <laughs> that are March Aries. And they be like, 
They keep it real. Like they now, I got some bars. They be like, "She right, bro. You know, cause she I didn't have a session with her, and I lied about it, and she called me out, and I did keep lying about it. And then I had to. Then I came alone. Okay, like it took them a few times for they came out and told the truth. So that's the only thing I'm gonna say. But they do tell the truth, guys. Like <laughs> once they get batted up, they do tell the truth. But are when they if they're really trying to heal for real, they will tell the truth. Now I have came across some March Aries that was just real. They just like, hey, this is what it is. I need help. Help me. And I was talking to them, help them right on out. But for if you're telling, asking me, did you keep a tally? I, ha- I did keep a tally. And right now, March Aries is winning. I'm so sorry, guys. Like, y'all don't know what y'all need to do to get y'all life to back together, <laughs> to be honest. Especially when it comes to relationships. Y'all got to understand something. Aries and relationships, they will lie about that. And it's not like they lying about, like, who they're in relationship with, but they're Feelings towards the relationship. That's what they lie about. That's let me clarify the lie so that way people understand. So it's like if it's a personal relationship, they're gonna lie to you. If they really like the person, they're probably gonna lie to you. Like, oh, you know, it's it's nothing between me and that person, and it's probably everything between them and that person. So I just wanted to throw that out there. But this is my experience with April. I mean, March Aries. I mean, clarify. March Aries. Get it together, okay? And I'm not throwing y'all on the bus because I love y'all. <laughs> I love y'all. <laughs> but that's my experience, and that's my tally with me taking, like, a study on, like, my clients and what I don't, like, deal with or, like, people I just came across and helped them out, like, March Aries people with relationships. Now, they don't lie about nothing else, but when you touch their relationships, they're going to lie a little bit. Say... And if they saying I'm I'm telling a lie, they lying. <laughs> they lying. <laughs> I'm just telling you, they lying. All right, let me back to the basics, okay? So I'm gonna read you this whole little paragraph because I really like it. Okay. So it says, people who view themselves to be in secure romantic relationships, for an example, find it easy to get close to others and depend on them. Tend to recall their interactions with their parents as similar okay so what this is saying is that if they have a secure romantic relationship that they tend to recall that that type of relationship with their parents i'll have a good relationship with my parents so their relationship is really good like if you that's the reason why if you take what some people say like oh, okay if they got both parents in the house they're typically their kids end up marrying earlier this is typically, okay? Um, if they have a really good relationship with their parents, they really have a good relationship with their lovers if they're dealing with people. Like, people tend to typically love them regardless of the fact. So, you know, do they feel secure? Do they feel heard? Do they feel different things? I really feel like this is exactly what needs to be said. But this is one, okay? Then you got the... Um, those in avoidant romantic relationships, for an example, feeling it hard to be close to others or trust them, recall their early relationships with their parents the same. <laughs> like, what? Oh, no. Just fool. Okay, so let me read that back to y'all because I just want to make sure y'all heard that correctly, okay? It says, those in avoidant romantic relationships. For an example, feeling it hard to be close to others or trusting them. 
recalled their early relationships with their parents the same. So people, basically what they're saying is people that have a hard time being close to other people or they have a hard time of trusting people, uh, they have a hard time trusting their parents. Because something happened, maybe they can't trust their parents. Maybe it could be an example like where their mom put it, the electric bill in their name. And so now they got older and found this out. And they might have a good relationship with their mom. And to this day, they try to get electricity in their name and now they can't. So now they have this avoidant relationships that they keep getting into because they can't forgive their mom for what, the, what she did. Or their dad. <laughs> but typically, this goes back to the first attachment, which is their mother. So typically, I don't know why I am talking about mother issues, because maybe some people need to heal some of their mother issues so that way they can start attracting the relationships that they want. I know a lot of people who just will not heal their mother issues, but that's a true statement. But this is a true statement. This has been researched and studied, what I'm reading, y'all. And this is an update study from... 2013. So it's not like it's a 1967 study. This is a 2013 study where they studied this a lot of times with people, like multiple studies, guys. So what the spiritual people be saying, well, why are you avoiding relationships? Why does it be, why is it hard for you to trust people? And a lot of people don't know, like, Okay, like, I just don't trust people because I've been hurt. And they have start with their friends. They've been really hurt by their friends. But if you notice, as a spiritual counselor, spiritual guide, whatever you call yourself, you notice people really don't start back when they say they have trust issues. They don't really go back to the original core source. What is starting this thing of you not trusting someone? So when you're dealing with Reiki healers, they'd be like, oh, hey, listen, I could clear your energy, but if you ain't really healed the initial trauma, it's going to keep coming back. I heard some girls say that. I was watching her live. She's like, she's a Reiki healer. She was telling some lady, she's like, listen, you don't want to heal the original reason why you won't Reiki clear your energy. It's just going to keep coming back. It's like a wound that's not being closed correctly. It's like, ha, ah, a big gash, but you just put a little Band-Aid over it. And it's just healing a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. But it's not healing all the way. In order to heal it all the way, it's rip the Band-Aid off and let me sew it up and go on and go on about your life. But you got to deal with the original wound. But that's not what you're trying to do. So the original womb is the original start of your relationships, which your original start is your mom. Your mom is the original start of your relationships. So if you have a bad relationship with your mom, if you can't forgive her for some things of how you grew up, or maybe she wasn't that affectionate to you, you can't be affectionate to people. But some people, they do go and they, they do this healing work automatically when they're younger to the point where they're like, hey, my mom didn't give me affection. So I want to give that out. And so they're very affectionate to somebody who they really love. Okay? Like, this is a true statement, guys. Like, not an, this is not an opinion. This is a fact. Okay? All right. So the next one I want to talk about is... Okay. Let me read it. Okay. And those in anxious, ambivalent, romantic relationships, for an example, wishing their partner would get closer, but often ends up 
driving him or her away. Recall similar childhood relationships with their parents. So what this is saying is, this is a mental health checkup, guys, that if you are in a relationship and say, for instance, you're like, okay, um, I want to get closer to my partner, but every time they get closer to them or you get closer to them, you drive them away. <laughs> this book in psychology studies is saying that you only do that. You only do that because this is what your parents did to you. You will always want to get close to them, but they'll push you away. They'll push you away. And that's what this is saying. Like, okay, you wish that you could get closer. Or maybe you might have a dad that's like, I really wish I was in your life. But every time that you would get close, he would just not call no more. Or your mom would not call no more. Get what I'm saying? Like, these are, this is like study. And it makes sense in, to a spiritual sense and a physical sense. If you're street smart, you know what I'm talking about. This, you probably already know this, but you just didn't know the terms. And so it's like, really? Like, what? <laughs> this is crazy. It, it, it is very true. So typically, and it says, recall similar childhood relationships with their parents. Okay? It says, the proportion of Americans with these kind of romantic relationship styles closely mirror the proportions who have the same styles of attachments with their parents. There is some cross-cultural variance, too. African-Americans have a higher rate of avoiding attachments than European, European Americans. Okay, so avoiding attachments, what I'm going to read to y'all, is feeling it hard to be close and to trust others. Now, this is an ancestral thing. Like, sometimes it's hard to trust people because people be doing real weird, crazy stuff. But if you really think about it on an ancestral level, it's more about, okay, we've been hurt by a particular race, white people. Um, white supremacy, and not all white people, we're talking about white supremacy here. We've been hurt by them, and so we have a trust issue. Prime example, let's even take it back deeper and leave white people out of it. There was a black man that sold black people into slavery. What? So we automatically come with a trust issue when it comes to the black man. Like, okay, we can't trust you to do what you say that you do because you always do something else other than what you do. So it's like, okay, like, and this is not me harping on my black men because I love black men. Oh, my gosh, I love y'all. But this, I'm talking about ancestral here. Like, this is what this hurt comes down. So we're still dealing with the generations until we can come up and heal, which the black women is healing. We're like, hey, we forgive you for everything that you have done. We just need you to step it up and be a man. That's it. Like, if you can't be a man, then you shouldn't even be entertaining somebody. If you still hurt, you shouldn't be entertaining somebody. But we as women have to hold y'all accountable for y'all actions, especially if we are being held for ours. And if we're taking accountability for our stuff. So you have to take accountability for yours, too. So it kind of makes sense, okay? Then it says, and people from various East Asian countries have higher rates of anxiety attachments. It's clear that the kind of attachments infants form with their caregivers influence the way they form other close relationships later. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> I didn't go to the book because I'm done with the book, but I just want to read y'all that. So here's what I will say to y'all. What I know to be true and not false, okay, is 
when you're dealing with people, prime example. So we're going to use me as an example with my relationships. So with me, my mom and dad, um, they was together, but my dad was present. Because I might be mad at my dad for different reasons. And I was attracting those things when I wasn't forgiving him. I got on my high horse one day. I'm like, dude, I'm really upset at you right now. And once I really went in and forgave my dad, I started attracting the relationships that I want. But some issues that, I, that was hidden was my relationship with my mom. Like, I love my mama. And if you know, my, know me, you know I rock with my mama. I will smack quarters, nickels, dimes out of you over my mama. Like, that's, that's a fact, not an opinion, baby. That's in black and white, okay? <laughs> Just saying. Um, <clears throat> but my relationship with my mom is a secure relationship. I can talk about anything with my mom. So when I'm in a romantic relationship, I feel like if I can't talk about anything with my partner and I have to tone down my conversation with my partner, I don't think it's going to work because I'm used to having open conversations with my mom. Okay? So I expect that from my partner. Now, as far as, like, the way how I, I give gifts, like, like my love language. You're talking about my love language, guys. <laughs> this is very important to know this. I require my man to have money. He has to have money because other than that, it's not going to work, baby. And people are like, what? Like, yes, my man has money. What about yours? I don't have that problem in the department. My man is great. How about you? But what I will say is this. Um, this is very important to understand this very thing, okay? I like to give gifts. Why do I like to give gifts? My mom, my whole entire life, emphasized, like, we're not, we can celebrate Christmas, but Christmas is every day. So I got gifts all year round, every day. Like, my mom, if we wanted to go to the store and get a gift, my mom bought us one. <laughs> like, we were spoiled. And my dad comes through, and when my dad buys gifts, he buys gifts, gifts. Like, I don't know, I'm talking about, woo. Like, it was top tier. We got two of everything. So when you're talking to me and you're asking me, hey, Keita, like, what kind of man do you like? And I'm like, ooh, you know what? <laughs> he got to do this, this, and that. Like, I got to have a man that his love language just matches mine because if he don't like to give gifts and he just like words of affirmation, that's going to bother me because I'm going to be like, I want to give you gifts. I want to, like, shower you with stuff, too. But if I notice as a man that you are wanting me to give you gifts more than you give me, I'm going to think that that's one, you suspect that you tapping too much in your feminine energy Two is, is that you don't know how to give and receive. And that has to come down with your parents. So what I will say is, is like, for an example, a lot of times, like my brother, when he's dating women, he goes overboard with them. And people are like, well, he does that a lot. Like, but he was raised that way. My mom always told him how to treat a woman. Um, she taught him how to buy flowers. She taught him how to buy cars. She taught him how to, like, buy gifts for women and stuff like that at a very young age. So when he got older and formed his relationships, that's what he typically did. So that's what I'm saying to y'all. This book is making perfect examples because I will not tolerate a man who don't give me gifts. Oh, no, baby. You got to go. <laughs> I can't, uh-uh, 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 uh-u
Okay. <laughs> but even when it comes down to the communication part, I require verbal communication. I require deep conversations. Why do I require deep conversations? If I'm starting to take back and take a look at me to see if this book is correct, this book is correct. Because my mom had those deep conversations. I can call and have a deep conversation with my daddy and my mama. My dad might not respond back when we have a conversation, but he'll call me back in like 10, 15 minutes and give me my answer. He don't like, my dad's more like, I'm going to stop to think about and process what you said. And then I'm going to call you back. Even if he like goes and be vicious to what he's saying, he still calls back either two days or three days later and apologize and then goes into real deep conversation. I can have conversations with my mom about sex, my dad about sex. So it's kind of like really weird that I, I probably like with my partner, I require my partner to be, he has to know how to communicate deeply. And if he don't communicate deeply, it, it's not going to work with me and him because I'm a deep person. I, what, what I look like being on the surface, baby, I'm deep. Let me go in there. <laughs> Let me get in there to swimwear, Okay. So a lot of times, guys, people don't, people don't recognize that. Like, this book is correct. I'm showing y'all through me that this book is correct. So another example would be um, words of affirmation. My mom used to always be like, you're a queen. Like, know that. Like, you're a queen. You're beautiful. You are pretty. And my dad's side of the family, they did it in a, a particular different way. Like when I was born, they used to call me pretty. So a lot of people, if you know the, how I got pretty red and tea, I talked about it in my early podcast, why they got created and why pretty red even got created. But I was, I've been called pretty since the day I came out of the womb on my dad's side. So everybody was like, hey, what's up, pretty? What's up, pretty? What's up, pretty? What's up, pretty? So that right there automatically so when a guy says hey you're pretty I'm like I know I'm pretty like I appreciate it <laughs> like not saying that I don't I'm not saying that hey I'm, I'm not okay with what you're saying or I don't appreciate you calling me pretty because I used to say thank you a lot like thank you and people like oh like you're not emphasizing or drooling over me I'm like no like you want me to drool over you because you got me pretty like no I'm not gonna do that <laughs> like, I'm a queen. What I look like drooling over you, boy. I sit on the, I sit up here. Where you sit at? Okay, we're not gonna go there. We're we're not about to do that. So, make a long story short, when you're dealing with those type of things, and when you're listening to people, it's like, oh my gosh, really, really. How about you? So. Is that kind of correct? Like, I, I like words of affirmation. I like reinsurance. My mom them gave me reinsurance. You see the, how the similarities is the same? Like, even my friends, like, I require my friends. I tell my friends all the time, like, oh, my gosh, you're pretty. You sexy. You got it going on. Are you handsome? Even though I'm not, might not be with this young man. But <laughs> he might, I could do have a few guy friends, like, I don't have no attraction to. But I do hype my friends. And if they don't hide me back, then we're not friends. I don't think we can be friends for that long because you're not going to match me in my love language, and that's going to be a problem. So I'm telling y'all, like, that has some merit. This book is explaining to y'all, like, how to deal with your mental health with relationships. 
I'm telling y'all, if you're in a cycle and you keep attracting the same exact person or your relationships are not just working, imagine you getting into it with your mom all the time. Do you get into it with people the same way? These are deep questions that you should really ask yourself. Like, and you cannot take what I said and, and make it yours because, baby, I am copyrighted. Okay, so I I, I, <laughs> I will sue. Okay, <laughs> but now nah, on, on a serious tip, guys. Like, when is the last time you sat down and examined your relationship with your mom? I this is what I challenge y'all to do: examine your relationship with your mom and see if your romantic relationship, your friend relationships, are the same. Like, my mom's funny. She likes to make jokes with us all the time. Like, my mom used to get us together, and we used to sing every Sunday. Like, or we used to sing every Saturday. Or like, I don't know. We used to just sing, jump around, dance all the time with my mom. So, in my relationships, I require that with my friends. Like, we get together. We just playing the music loud, singing and dancing. That's my relationship with my mom all over again. Put in different people. How about that? Oh, I want all the smoke. <laughs> but uh, shout out to Slime. Free Slime, okay? I, I miss Young Thug because it ain't been the same in the music game, but I miss Young Thug. Free Slime. <laughs> but for real, guys, like however your relationship is with your mom, that's somewhat what your relationship is with your friends, Okay. And this is an important thing. It's, 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 it's not a thing where you're saying, hey, this isn't true. It's true. All day and tomorrow is true. Like, I'm telling y'all through me, it's true. Once I sat back and examined my relationships, I'm like, okay. Well, I stopped being friends with this person because I feel they weren't validating me. Like, hey, like, okay, whatever. But was I going through something with my mom and dad at that time? Like, I don't know. Like, you get what I'm saying? It's, it's really weird because it's like, I don't know. Like, me and my mom's relationship has always been good. So it's kind of like, huh. Okay. I can see that. <laughs> I can see that too. But that kind of goes down to, like, are you finding your mom and people? I remember I was dating a guy and he was like, uh, what did he say? It kind of like really threw me off. He was like, yeah, because if you can't match up to my mama, then I don't want to be with you, boy. I'm not going to be your mama. I don't want to even touch your mama. Can't nobody touch your mama because she had you. But if you're comparing every woman that you date to your mom, that is a problem. Okay? Now, to me, that's more of a avoided attachment, but that could be a little anxiety attachment because it's like... You want they want to be close to you, but they push you away by saying that. <laughs> like, how you want to be close to me? You like, oh, baby, I love you. I want to be with you. This, this, and that. And then the next thing you know is they're sitting up here pushing you away by saying, like, oh no, you can never talk to my mom. Well, you need to go have a relationship with your mama because I'm not gonna do it. Okay. This is not me. Okay. <laughs> Get somebody else to do it, but I ain't gonna be your mama. We the teammates or we ain't nothing, because I'm not gonna do it. No. No, ma'am. No, sir. <laughs> this is 
this is a great example, guys, of like dealing with relationships. Are you dealing with your relationships? Are you healing your relationships correctly? Are you starting at the source of the root of your relationships? How is your relationship with your mom? When's the last time you forgave your mom for every single thing that she has done to you that you didn't like? I'm telling you, I just literally had this conversation with my mom. And I was like, mama, I know why I go so hard for, for my son in this area. My mom was like, why? I say, because it was just this one time my mom said, oh, my gosh, you and, my, you and your brother get on my nerves. First of all, you got Aries children, honey. <laughs> of course, we get on your nerves. <laughs> but you got to understand, my mom, can, she can step in there. She can go with us because she a fire sign, too. So she going. She's stepping. So... The whole thing is, I was like, she's like, because y'all Aries people, y'all petty. Like, <laughs> my mama funny, because she real. So y'all don't understand something. Me and my mom is having a real conversation. Okay? A real true conversation. And I was saying, my, like, I go really hard because this one time, out of all the times my mama stood up for me, this one time, she, I was being for real, and I was being honest. Like, mama... My brother did do this to me, and you whooped me. And I was so angry because I'm like, you just whooped me because I'm defending myself. And so I feel like every time that somebody do something to my son, I want to know the whole story. <coughs> Period, point blame. You can't just tell me, oh, your son did this. Your son did that. Your son did this. Your son did that. Blah, blah, blah. Uh-uh. What happened before? <laughs> tell me what happened. And then my son, being the way he is, he going to tell the truth regardless. He don't care. And so he going to be like, well, mama, this what happened. They said something and I hit him. And I'm like, wow, you just hit him like that? You just didn't care? Like, okay. Come on, bro. I said it down. But if my son like, hey, I was minding my business. This child just did this and that. And I told him to stop. And my son, he going to tell the whole story. So... I actually hear him out. If he wrong, he going to get in trouble. If he's not, he ain't getting in trouble. I'm sorry. I'm just not that bomb. I, like, half the time, like, if you think about it, like, when's the last time, like, half the time, like, if you was playing with your cousins back in the day, okay? Because this is a real African-American story. You was playing with your cousins back in the day, and the dogs told you to chill out. And one person could just be all the way chill, which was always me. You, then you got other people just being crazy. So uh, typically, everybody gets in trouble no matter what. But then that, and then you're telling your mom, like, I'm not doing nothing. And then you still get a whoop, and you're like, why did I get a whoop and I didn't do anything? I'm telling you I didn't do anything. And so what this does is this creates trauma. Been, built up trauma that you're going to have to go back and heal if you really want to heal those cords those attachments, um, heal how you feel towards other people and your parents. Those are things that you won't have to heal. Like, you know what, mama? I forgive you for not hearing me out this one time. And so when I was talking to my mom the other day, she'd just be cracking up laughing at me and my brother. I don't know why she, she know. We just, sometimes we just say stuff to irritate her. But when I be talking for real, I be like, but this is why I do this. And it's because of one situation. Like, of all the times you stood up for me, because my mom used to go, you knew not to say anything about us. My mom was going in. And so did my dad. Like, my dad, you know not to say nothing about us in front of my daddy. My daddy going. He ain't, uh-uh. My kid says so, my kid says so. I, I, that's the way he rocking. He don't care who you is. So I can't really speak on that about my daddy, but I don't know. So at the point of, like, when it comes to, like, men in my life, 
I kind of was attracting my dad in a way, but I, my dad was kind of a player, but I don't know if I was even attracting him. I feel like it was a combination of both my parents. But guys, if you're wondering why your relationships are certain ways, you need to go back to the original source. Now, if you're talking about friendships and you wonder like, hey, I want to get better friends. How can I heal the friendship line, the friendship cord, okay, from the heart? Your, well, your first friends was your cousins. And anybody said that that ain't true, they're lying. Your first friends was your cousins, okay? they just your cousins. So how's your relationship with your cousins? Can you trust them? Maybe they did something. Maybe they told a lie on you got a whooping, so you just never trust them after that day. <laughs> Maybe they stole stuff and then blamed it on you, and you know they stole it. You probably don't trust them from that day. So now you're probably in avoided relationships with friends where you don't trust them. Mm, look at that. That girl preaching today. <laughs> so you got to think about that. Even when it comes down to, like, you as a child, you want a relationship with your mom, and your mom just never really hugged you, gave you that much love, but she made it seem like she loved you. To me, that's kind of a... That's kind of in between of anxiety, relationship, and avoidance. Like, she's avoiding you a little bit, but she might have anxiety about it because maybe she hasn't healed her parents' issues. So that's the reason why she does it to you, if that makes sense. So maybe she thinks that it's supposed to be done that way. But I always tell people all the time, I even tell my mom, I was like, you know, I felt like you could have just loved me a little bit better here. You and your brother spoiled. My mom is right. Because me and my brother are spoiled. Like, I ain't going to lie and say I'm not. So, yes, will my man have to require to spoil me? Yes. Requirement. Like, my, my family spoiled me. So, what's up? <laughs> you got you to gotta come. You want me, baby? You better come correctly or don't come at all. But, you know, <laughs> I'm happy. How about you? <laughs> okay. But this is like relationship. Like, I'm telling y'all, my mom used to just buy me a gift because it was Tuesday. Like, my mom bought me and my brother flowers when we were younger just because. She's like, you need to start, like, doing stuff for yourself just because. Like, did my mom teach me self-love? Yes. Did my mom do all this extra stuff? Yes. Like, my mom is phenomenal. Do not get it twisted. I will literally go off on y'all. But <laughs> if you say something about my mama. But in general, guys, like, <clears throat> is this a true statement what I'm saying about relationships with your parents, it is. A lot of times people don't understand, but your first attachment is with your mom. You are meant to be in a relationship. So for the people to say, it, relationships is not meant for me. It is meant for you. You were born in a relationship, baby. You had an umbilical cord attached to you. That is an attachment. That is a relationship with your mom. Stop lying and saying that it's not, and it is. That's just you don't want to deal with your inner issues, so you're avoiding relationships, okay? <laughs> you're avoiding relationships. Like, get yourself together, heal that stuff so you can be better, you can be a better person in the world. But, baby, this year is about working on relationships. It's about union. Within and without, like, you have to cleanse your own energy. People be like, oh, let me go to this Reiki healer so she can cleanse my energy. No, cleanse your own energy because you can't. 
Cleanse your own energy. And if you are a spiritual person and you're doing spiritual work for people and you have not healed core issues within your chakra field, why would you be touching somebody else? That's a real question. Like, why would you be touching somebody else? Because when I woke up and I did my spiritual stuff, I went through and I healed my issues with my mom and dad. Like, people don't know that. Like, that right there was, like, some of my biggest blockages that I had in life was that I was running around with hurt from my mom and dad. Once I healed that, like, my energy was flowing. I was going, like, oh, it's time to get up. It's time to go. It's time to get up. It's time to go. Okay? And then I started to heal, like, my cousin issues, my brother and sister issues, and Everything was just flowing with me when it came to relationships. People don't understand that. That is very important. I never, when people will tell you, if I do spiritual work, they will tell you, Kita will not touch you. If she's not feeling good, if I know that something just happened with my daddy, he might have said something crazy to me, and I might be in the mode like, you know what, I forgave you. <laughs> but you know what? I'm a little angry right now. I will not touch a soul. So if you ain't forgave your mama, daddy, your sister, your brother, your auntie, your grandma and them, <laughs> baby, you shouldn't be touching nobody till you heal. Take that time out to heal so that way you can be better for other people. Because other than that, only thing that you're doing is semi-cleansing them. You're not helping. Like, you're helping a little bit, but you're not really helping at all. And a lot of people might not like what I said, but that's true. I'm sorry. Like, facts is facts. Real is real and fake is fake, and I'm just saying that. Like, okay. So my challenge for you guys when it comes to mental health checkup is to really sit back, and y'all can write me on Snapchat or just, you know, you got the number or whatever, or Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, any social media platform that I'm on TikTok. Tell me how do you feel? Like, Sit back and examine your relationship with your mom first. And tell me if your relationships resemble that. Do you require some of the same things that your mom gave to you in a relationship? And I gave y'all examples like me. Hey, my mom spoiled me, right? So do I require a man to be my man to spoil me, right? In facts, any guy I have ever called my man my man now, listen, <laughs> a few people, you know, they might have been a hit and miss. They might have, I just might have just hit them, just to hit them, okay? Not saying that, hey, I was a hoe, because this is not what that was. But I might have just, you know, been in a moment of hurt. Any guy that I call my man, which isn't a lot, has spoiled me rotten. Straight, completely rotten. I don't care what they talking about. <laughs> With somebody else telling you, like, oh, she's lying. Like, okay, let's prove it. Because a lot of people like to say that, okay, let's prove that. Because, baby, we can, I got receipts. So what you talking about? Okay, like, because I remember one day, like, hey, <laughs> one of my exes was locked up, and I needed a coat. He sent the money for me to get a coat. To be honest, like, yes, one of my exes, I needed a laptop. He sent the money for me to get a laptop. So I can't really speak on that. So I don't, I don't know how that is. I don't, I just, I can't move like that. So, yes, if you want to be my man, you have to spoil me. Like, my mom and dad spoiled me. It's going to be very hard because if I got to pick up the phone and ask anybody else for it, they're going to clown me for being with you because you didn't do it. <laughs> okay? 
Just throwing that out there. <laughs> but guys, like, I really challenge y'all. And I know some people are going to fight back and be like, ooh, I wish she'd just stop talking. Like, I don't care. I'm going to still talk because this is my job, okay? But in actual reality, guys, what is your relationship like with your mom? Did she hug you a lot? Do you require hugs in your relationship? Because my mom hugged me a lot. She always kissed me. She always hugged me. So anytime to this day, if I hug my mama, she's giving me a kiss. <laughs> so do I kind of require that in my relationships? Yes. Like, yes. Do I like to, do I like physical touch? Yes. Because my mom, when she hugged me, she really hugged me. She's like, she a rub on my back and everything. Tell me she loved me. If I'm sick, I can go over there, lay in my mama bed. She'll rub on me and just be like, okay. And the same thing with my daddy. If I'm sick, I can go over his house. He'll lay me in his bed, turn my phone off, and literally uh, rub my back until I'm feeling better, until I fall asleep. And then he'll just lay there and, like, just watch me, for real. So that's what I'm telling y'all. Like, some things, like, when I read this book, it kind of, like, made perfect sense. Like, a, a light bulb went on, like, ding. It makes sense. How is your relationships with your first initial relationship? And that starts with your mom and dad. And if you know that you have an issue there, sit back and see, like, okay, am I attracting these type of people? Okay? Because sometimes my dad used to lie. I ain't going to lie to y'all. So sometimes when I dealt with people, they used to lie a lot. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I cannot take that. Because my mom, she never lied. My dad, he kind of lied, but then my dad kind of came back and told the truth. So I was dealing with people in my life that are lying, and y'all just heard me sit on this podcast and say this. The March Aries, they lie, but then they come back and tell the truth. Now, I did say that. Now, did you hear what I just said about my dad? My dad might start off with a lie, but he'll always come back and tell the truth. Always come back and tell the truth. Now, mama, if she lies... What she would typically do is, uh, <laughs> but she very rarely lies. She lies about, like, real personal stuff. Now, didn't I just say about them Aries people, the March Aries? They be lying about real personal stuff, right? Personal relationships. Y'all got to peep what I'm saying. But then they, they don't really want to come out and tell the truth now unless you call them out on it. You got to keep calling them out on it. Keep, 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 keep calling them out until they just explode. Like, I, I, yes, I did it. I committed the crime that you said I did. Yeah. So do that relate do new relationships that I have with the March Aries resemble what my mom does sometimes? Yes. Which I'm telling you is very rare that my mom lies. Like very rare. Like it is personal stuff that my mom lies about. It's not like some stuff like I asked her a question. It might be something that happened to her in her past and she just don't want to relive that moment. And so when I'm asking her, she might lie. But and typically if I keep calling her out on it, eventually she will tell the truth. That's what I'm telling you. So was I in a relationship with people? And I told you I was friends with a few March Aries. Were they like that? Exactly like that. I'm telling you, this is a fact. What I'm reading, y'all, with the mental health checkup, when it comes to the relationship, because this is the checkup to get checked up, okay? I'm telling y'all, this is a true statement. Uh, I'm, I'm giving y'all examples, and I even used it earlier, didn't even realize it was going to connect back to today <laughs> at the end of this podcast. Well, connected us to the end of this podcast, but it did. Guys, like, it's, it's a very important thing that y'all take accountability for the actions 
and for the things that we say. People be like, no, this isn't true. Like, yes. And the only reason why you're denying it is because you don't want to heal. You want to keep being in the same position. So, guys, when I say that sometimes them Aries people, well, I'm just saying those March Aries, how they get down, they're not really lying. They lying about the relationships, their attachments to people. And sometimes they can even lie to you about their parents. Oh, you know, I didn't have a hard time with my mom. We were just great. Or they lie and say, nah, me and my mom, she was just horrible. And then when you meet them and their mom and you see the, them and their mom together, you're like, what? Oh, so you just a liar, liar. Because I can't play. I, like people don't understand. Aries people, Aries children play with their parents a little bit different. Okay, I got to admit that. Aries people raise their children a little bit different. Like we're a little bit more free and freedom because we're still a kid in the human body. So it's like, huh. But at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, do we kind of like, you know, kind of chill? But with the Marsh Aries, they do lie about those relationships, those deep ones. Okay. So I'm not saying y'all to be wary, like, hey, what shape Aries are you? You're March. I know you're a liar because pretty red is. He says, so hold on. Goddess Nikita said, hold on. Everybody has healing they have to do. It's levels to the healing game. Okay, guys? Like, but what I will admit and say is that sometimes I always forgive people at transactions because now I'm at a level where I can do that. Before I wasn't. And I can admit that. But my relationships are very healthy. Then once you get those healthy relationships back, and it's not saying like, hey, maybe your mom was very foul to you as a child. She just beat you for no reason. And you're like, okay, she just beat me because I look like my dad. So it's hard to forgive her for that. Go in and really try to do the forgiveness and say like, okay, maybe she got beat because she looked like her dad. So that's the reason why she doing it to you. And you have to view her as a human being. Because if you could forgive your friend for crossing you, why can't you forgive your mom? Why can't you forgive your dad? Why can't you forgive your brother, your sister, your cousin? Like, why? <laughs> like, that's a very important question. I remember I was telling people, like, back in the day, I'm like, I got a lot of cousins. So I really didn't have that many friends outside of my cousins. Because I'm not trying to keep arguing with people I don't know. I have no relationship tied to. These people are blood. I have to see these people every time at a family reunion. I can't get around it. So I would prefer to argue with my cousins and make up later compared to with other people. But I kind of appreciate friends. They're not my family right now. <laughs> but guys, <laughs> y'all know I'm silly and funny, but I really feel like this is a great moment in history when we're talking about relationships and adding the spirituality to it, actually even the relationship to it is like forgiving people as they are your neighbors. But I also feel like you should forgive your parents the same way you forgive everybody. If you can forgive yourself, why can't you forgive them? Let it, let that hurt go. This is a true statement, guys. Like sometimes we have to let things go so that way we can grow. Let that that memory, that old memory that you have of what your parents might have did to you, leave your brain so that way you can be successful at what you do and be a better person. 
I always tell people that, like, I love being a better person every day. I cannot be the same. I don't want to be the same. I, I, I choose to heal every single day. I choose to love every day. I'm just not dealing with the hate anymore. I'm, I'm over it, but I also forgave a lot of my first relationships, guys. With my sisters, my brothers, my stepbrothers, my stepsisters, my mama, my daddy, my stepdaddy, my stepmama. I forgave all those relationships. So now my relationships are a little bit, they are top tier. Right now, they top tier. <laughs> and I, and I'm, I'm not too mad about this. So I'm telling y'all, like, if you want to come up out of the cycle, here's how you come up out of the cycle. And I know for my people that's been in that, that that Pluto and Capricorn for the last past 15 years, you know what I'm talking about. Depending on where Capricorn was at in your birth chart, that's what the area was targeting for 15 years. You were just constantly in that cycle. You were you had to figure out how to get out. I figured out the combo three years ago, how to get out, and I got out. I'm like, hold on, I keep no, yeah, I know you just said this like three days ago. What's going on? Like, no, you called me three days in a row and said the same exact thing. No, something's wrong. I gotta get out. This is a loop. I need to get out. And sometimes the loop can be a mental loop. Sometimes the loop can be you not forgiving someone. You not being in forgiveness. Forgiveness is a superpower. It's a human superpower. <laughs> you want to be a superhero? Forgive. That's the first power that you will have is forgiveness. Guys, it, that's my whole thing. So I challenge y'all to sit back, look at, first I want you to look at one of your closest friends, and if you know their mom your whole entire life and you know that person, sit back and look at their relationships and see if it's identical to their mother relationship they have with their mom. Okay, and if it is true, then you know I'm correct, and then go back and look at you. And if you say, oh, that's not true, go back and look at you, because I promise you, the way how your mama loved you, you typically want women to love you the same way, or you want men to love you the same exact way. Stop playing with me. I'm, I'm, I'm putting 20 on 10. I can go down a list. I know a few people that I wish that you would say and deny what I'm saying, because, baby, I got receipts, all of that on you. I'm, right, I'm waiting for the people who like to be in denial, always like to challenge me. Baby, the only thing I'm going to hit you with, I'm going to hit you with Four receipts. So y'all come to me with them four. Oh, I just don't think this is for me. I'm going to hit y'all with four receipts. You're going to stop playing with me, okay? Play with your mama, not me, okay? <laughs> but guys, this is a mental health checkup. And this is like really how to be healthy in, in relationships. And this was in my culture psychology book. This is how you learn how to be healthy in your relationship, guys. How can you be better in your relationships? How can you grow in your relationships? How can you just be vibrant in your relationships? How can you accept the fact that you're just wonderful and you're great in your relationships? Okay? Like, how can you be better, if that makes sense? But how can you heal? How can you forgive? I say forgive at core. Some of your first initial cores that you ever made in this planet was with your mom. You were attached to her umbilical cord, period. There's no, you cannot debate that. You cannot. I'm sorry, you can't debate that. Tell me that you came in here a different way, and I'm going to be like, show me. 
but you was attached to your mom to be walking around right now talking to me. Not unless, you know, some people come off a spaceship, but baby, right now, and even the people that came off a spaceship, you still sat inside your mama's womb and she popped you out. Even a dog does the same thing. Come on now, like animals do the same thing. They sit somewhere in order to come out, somebody. They connected to somebody. And that's source, that's their mama. So I'm telling y'all how y'all relationship is with your mama is typically how they are, you are with everybody else. Okay. So this is my podcast for my mental health checkup, guys. Like check up on your relationships. Check how you could be better. Imagine you healing and then you come back and tell me like, you know what? I took your advice. And now like all these people went away and now I got a whole group of brand new people. I'm telling you, I told this to this girl the other day. She started really sitting down doing the healing work. I helped her out. And next thing I know is, I said the other day, probably like six months ago, she hit me up a few days ago and was like, I don't know who you are, but I just want to tell you to go. Like, and I appreciate you for being honest and real with me. And even though I was in denial, she was in April air. I mean, she was a March Aries. Oh my gosh. That's what I'm talking about. She's like, even though I was in denial about it and you still call me out on it. Like, and I, and I was fighting you on that. Like I didn't fight you on anything else you were saying besides my relationships. And I must say, like you were correct. And once I sat down to really start doing that work, it changed my life. Changed my life. I got brand new friends. My relationship with my mom and them. We, because I think she's not talking to her dad, but she has merit to not talk to her dad. So, uh, but she forgave him. But she's like, I'm just, my boundary is up, and I'm just okay with that. But she's like, she, she's in a perfect relationship. She has a husband. She's gonna get engaged. All this. So it's kind of like, does it work? It does, guys. Like you gotta do the work to get where you wanna be at. You can't just be like, oh, I'm just going to skip doing the work and just hope I get there. No, you got to put in the work. If you put in work with everything that you do, you need to put in work with your relationships, with your mental health. Relationships play a part of your mental health. Please believe that, guys. But your original relationships matter. Okay? All right, guys, let me know how you feel about this episode. I know I kind of talked a little bit longer. Y'all know it's my mental health episode, so I typically do talk a little bit longer on this one. But let me know how you feel about this episode. I, I really appreciate it. Hit me up on my webpage at theprettyredentshow.podbean.com. Or you can hit me up on Snapchat. Um, a few people have my number. You can hit me up on there. Uh, <laughs> Instagram, Facebook. TikTok, YouTube, any other channels, hit me up to let me know how you felt about this episode and if you think it's correct. But if you're going to come at me and you're going to say, this isn't correct, I got four, I got four receipts that's going to tell you that it is, okay? And I'm not going to hit you with time. I'm going to hit you with personal stuff to let you know how it's correct. So that's the only thing I'm going to say. Guys, thank you for always tuning in, tapping in to the Pretty Red ENT show. <laughs> but let me know how y'all feel about it. Um, but I know this was a highly requested. I had like at least 50 people hit me up saying that they wanted this mental health uh, checkup. Yeah, it's like, you haven't had a mental health checkup in a while. And I feel like I kind of need it. My spirit is just like, I kind of need it. And the reason why your spirit is in that, because sometimes people be fighting against what they really need to do. And sometimes this year is about building those, the foundation, building those relationships. It's a union year. 
So you're trying to, your, your spirit wants union, but your physical is fighting that union. So in order to get union within, you have to heal the things within and some of the things that are within are some of your core issues of why you can't be successful in relationships, why you can't attain a friend for a long time, why you deal with people who might be fake is because maybe your mama was like, she was showing you fake love. Okay, like, or your daddy was showing you fake love, or your brother or sister was showing you fake love, and it hurt you so much to the point where you, you thought about it so much because you keep thinking about it, and you're not forgiving it and letting go, truthfully, and letting go, that you keep manifesting that energy to you. So you have to stop to get out of that cycle, if that makes sense, okay? But guys, I ain't trying to talk y'all hit out no more. Thanks for always tuning in to the Pre-Red ENT Show. <laughs> I don't know how this episode is going to be, the reviews on it, but I hope that it helps y'all. Um, thank you for always tuning in, tapping in with me, guys. Like, I really love y'all for all the people who support me and subscribe to me on Apple, um, on Apple Podcasts, because I do get paid, y'all. If y'all subscribe to me, $2.99. Well, I think it's like, what, $2.99? You can. If you don't, you ain't got to. But I do have a few people that do that, so I do appreciate that. I love y'all, love y'all, love y'all, love y'all. And I do put up episodes that I do not release on all other platforms on Apple, because they get some of the exclusive ones compared to other people. I go in depth in those are like, oh, my people who are subscribed to them be like, yeah, I'm like, right. Like I ain't going to put that one out because they need to pay that. They need to pay me to hear that one. So guys, please believe and know that my stuff is copyrighted and I will sue your ass if you playing with me. Okay. All right, guys. Thanks for always tuning in, tapping into the Pretty Red ENT show. It's your girl, Goddess Nikita, a.k.a. Pretty Red ENT. <laughs>